Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts every single day. Bruto, AJ, Jesse coming at you live on an abs off day. We're going to get into the Eastern Conference preview, which kicks off tonight. But before we do that, some news of the day. Obviously, the abs having morning skate, practice, whatever you want to call it today. Yeah. Is there a difference between a practice and a morning skate if the practice happens in the morning? So I've actually I've referred to the practice today as morning skate three times for this exact reason because it's Anything just before what's noon. the difference? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, today was optional. I guess that's a difference. Fair enough. Yeah, but as I told you the other day on Twitter, isn't everything in life optional? Technically, yes. <laughs> Outside yeah. of death, like right. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> which at times can be optional. Which, depending on where science takes us, yeah, optional. true. Look, I didn't ask to be born into this world either. Okay, well, oh, all right, hey, that's <laughs> everything else after that. Yeah, I was gonna say everything else after you that can, super morbid take is yeah, optional, you, I suppose. You play a role in the outcome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> true enough. Uh, look, obviously the big, not news. everything is a God given opportunity. <laughs> wow. Uh, some things are optional. It's true. Uh, never letting this go. Big news of the day for the abs, obviously being an update on Darcy Kemper's eye. Yeah. It is what it is. It's still in there. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah. He hasn't lost it. So, uh, you know, coach, coach said this morning, uh, because, you know, credit credit to Peter Baugh. He kind of asked him in a pretty – everyone else – people were trying to, like, dance around it. And, and Peter just, like, straight up asked him. He's like, is this, a, is this the eye and has he been dealing with this leading up to this point? You and I talked on the phone. I think that was last night. I don't know. It was, like, one in the morning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where, you know, honestly, I, I didn't think Darcy was bad in the St. Louis series. But it's no secret that he struggled and fought through it the longer that Room series went on. <clears throat> Absolutely. And, and so, like, if the eye was bothering him before, that would make a little bit more sense. Uh, and, and Coach basically, he's well, not basically, he said, I'm not going to get into the specifics of his injury, especially at this time of year. Um, and, like, not to read too much into, like, the no, essentially no comment. <laughs> yeah. But that answer did just seem to hint or wink a little bit at, yeah, this this ha- also <laughs> if he'd been fine, he would have said he's been fine. Right, 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 right. And that was more of a what dead it giveaway is. when you don't want to talk about it. It's not because you're like, well, I'm not moving either direction. It's like, right. okay, well, if the guy was good, he would have been like, he's good. Right, and then you do it all the time. And then he was asked later, okay, you don't have to go back beyond this game, but was it bothering him before he actually came out of the game? Because Frankie alluded to that last night in his post game that. I had a couple shifts to get mentally prepared and Bednar did say that. Yes. Darcy skated over to the bench at one point and said, Hey, paraphrasing here, <laughs> having some problems. Things are getting kind of blurry. And that was when they told Pavel start getting dressed, start getting ready. Um, he's probably coming out of the game. Uh, coach did not rule out Darcy for tomorrow. Said he's a possibility. Um, the game is afoot because mm-hmm. right. Jay Woodcroft did not rule out either one of his goalies playing. Tomorrow. Right, right. Uh, and I don't know. Maybe this is a bit of a pessimistic take, but like, if if he's possible for tomorrow, to me, I actually think that's kind of worse because that says 
We don't really know what's happening yeah. with this. It's it, blurry some days. It's blurry right. not. Yeah. It's not blurry others. It feels it feels like the way that you talk about concussions. Right. In that you just don't know day yeah. to day. You're just like, well, we don't really know how he's doing. <clears throat> well, well, and, and, and again, like. We don't know how much this is affecting him. We don't really know what to do about any of this. <laughs> Reading between the lines again of what he said of like, I'm not going to get into the injury. Like, what that maybe tells me is that on game days or in games, no, it hasn't been a problem. But I would even want to bet at a couple practices over yeah. the last few weeks has been like, man, this is kind of, I feel yeah. like I'm, you know, I'm getting, you know, a little blurry, getting some fuzzies or, you know, whatever the little swimming, floaters, swim, yeah. floaters thank you, <laughs> little swimming guys in your eyes. Uh, so I, I don't know. It seemed a little too good to be true that he got away so unscathed. From getting stabbed in the stabbed eye. Stabbed in the <laughs> eye, yeah. yeah. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Uh, I thought Frankie was fine Yeah. Uh, last night, and I think if you got to get through another game with him, I think you're comfortable enough. I think we talked about this, that uh, it's never good to have to put in your backup goalie, but like it does help a little bit that he hasn't been six weeks since playing a game. You know, he played two playoff games in round one semi recently yeah, won you two playoff games right yeah <laughs> yeah seriously so you know so so you know it, it helps that he's gotten in some games um again uh, you know, somewhat recently and uh that's where you got to roll it's, it's why you pay a backup yeah true enough it's why you invest in that position on some level and right. not just be like yeah sure well and and so uh 32 thoughts came out this morning and, and Friedman said that he, uh, Elliot Friedman said he sent a couple texts last night when Francois came in and he, he made the comment. He said, one, I know the avalanche are very high on him internally. They're very high on Pavel Francois. Yeah. And then he did make the comment that a couple of the, couple of the GMs that he had reached out to said that there were more than a handful of teams that were hoping Francois got to UFA because there were a lot of teams that were interested in him. We had talked about we had, this. Yeah, right. That, as that, that there would be teams would out there. Buffalo tier starter job. Whatever. Yeah. Teams that were looking for an, uh, a guy to maybe have an opportunity. You know, a now, one, one now a guy that you're looking at, it's like now it's like Ville Husso's market. Yep. Yep. Uh, but Frankie would have absolutely been part of that. That's why when they re signed him to the deal that they did, yeah. first of all, glad Joe listens to the show. <laughs> so, so, second of all, uh, just it was such a good, solid deal. And yeah. like Frankie is a guy that we, people think that Rudo and I like hate Frankie <laughs> because we're just not convinced that he's like a, like a, a true starter. Yeah, like yeah. a legit, like yeah. higher end starter or whatever. But I, I'm comfortable with him coming into the postseason. Um, it gets harder. For sure. But so, I mean, I do think part of it is the opponent they're playing here, right? You feel like against Edmonton, you know what? You're just gonna have to outscore that team regardless of who's in net. So you don't you don't worry about it as much. Yeah, you still need a quality performance out of Frankie. You're still gonna need some saves. He gave him saves at the, the end of the, the third thing period. Is, right. is that Markstrom was so awful that you saw in the first round when Quick had good games. Yeah. What happened? Right. When there was quality goaltending on the other end, what happened? And look, Great you point. take it. You take it where you can get it. But also, the Avs kind of proved they can score with them just fine. Right. Well, and that's that was, I think, the 
if there was one thing that we had to take away from that fiasco last night on either side, um, it's that the Avalanche are not the Calgary Flames and they're not the LA Kings. Right. That when it comes to, if you're going to get into a wild-ass shootout that's going to go punch for punch, Colorado Avalanche can play that. Mm -hmm. This Avalanche team can get up and down the ice with anybody. And on any given shift... Some wild shit can happen from those guys. Yeah. Well, it's and it's even a it's even a style that teams have like actively tried to avoid playing yep. the Avs in. Of we can't open this up, we can't let the speed start shining through. And Edmonton, we were talking about this a little bit right before you got here. That look, I know Edmonton in their post game said, "Oh, we have to be better. We need to be better defensively." But I think there. There were two teams last night, and I think one of them was happy with the way that the game went relatively, with the way that it was played, and the other one was upset with the way the game was played. And I think the team that was upset with the way the game was played won. Yeah. And I think if you're Edmonton, you're sitting there and saying... They're satisfied with the victory, but that's it. <clears throat> right, right. Well, they're and satisfied they're up one nothing. Edmonton has a string of moral victories right. that they're falling back on today where they're like... You could also see how it manifested in its fan base where they were having the same conversations of like, are you kidding me? Everything <laughs> went their way. They get the they get a free goal from the NHL and then a power play goal off of the penalty from it. And they get this and they get that. And we still almost pulled that thing out. Right, 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 right. And so you're like, I, yeah, I have, I have sure, a, turn yourself into that pretzel, my guy. I have a couple things I want to talk about. Can we, can we officially get back into last night? I know you guys yeah. did, obviously, yeah, the whole yeah, post-game yeah, yeah. show. But I want to start with the, uh, first of all, <laughs> is it offside or offsides? Uh, I think it's offside. It is offside in Europe. Both are technically correct in U.S. English. This okay. Is, this is just us being illiterate <laughs> and saying, it's our spin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... <clears throat> Let's start with the offside play. Uh, it's like, is it the Stanley Cup final or the Stanley Cup finals? I really? think it's. I think it's officially finals this who, year. And who the fuck cares? Right. But but <laughs> I have. A, if this is a thing that's sitting here, I was like, <laughs> just take it down a notch, my man. But what is funny about that is I actually think the NHL officially changed it to finals because it has been final. But I agree with you. Not the point. Yes, it's offside. <laughs> um, this is what it should be. It's RSBI. <laughs> offside. So um, I'll, I'll be honest. In in real time, I was surprised that they even allowed the play to carry on. Go watch. Go watch the watch along. Yeah. As soon as McCarthy even scored, and I'm like, that's offside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it <laughs> it looked offside, and then the angles they showed in the arena. I was fairly confident it was coming back. So were we. Yeah. And the only thing that we were like, we were like, well, this could be the We're trying to talk ourselves into it. Like, maybe right. he wasn't touching it. I yeah. don't like, know. Oh, Did you guys be, say that on the watch? Yeah. Line? We were, we were like, so, hey, this could be tag up. And then it ends up being tag up. And you're like, all right, well. So I, I was impressed with the NHL because of how quickly they got an explanation out. That's normally way after the game, if not the next day. Yeah, or it's like an hour come, an hour goes by. They made that call, and they were like, put that on the website. Well, put that out immediately. The, uh, and, the abs were involved in this game, so they had their weird offside rules. Ready <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> and, and even when you saw a couple of those angles from the normal broadcast side, it still looked offside. But as soon as you started seeing them from the reverse angle, or even the camera that's like on the boards below the goal line, yeah. 
you saw clearly he wasn't touching it. When you saw that reverse angle yeah. along so, the blue line and he's not touching it, you're like, oh, I can see. My, okay. I, I can totally. And again, th this I isn't. This. The one like problem I have here is there's also a ton of gray area in this rule book when it comes to possession. What is possession? Yeah. Well, this is like this is like in 2014 when Paul Stasny's skate was above the blue right, line. Yeah. Right, right, right. And we and and Colorado and Minnesota fans spent 3 days litigating what the word of meant. <laughs> and, and now it's like we're back we're back into that zone where you're like, "Well, what is possession?" Yeah. And now it's become like this nebulous concept that you know cuz like I think I think last night was a was an accurate application of the standard that they have previously set, and that is that. where because I was going with this whole I, conversation. That's where that's we've they had examples ready to roll yep, out yep. of like we've done this before. This is the call that we've made. This is how we feel. And this is viewed, but you can also absolutely make the argument that this is a spirit versus letter thing, where you're like. That motherfucker has possession. Yeah. Don't tell me he doesn't have possession because he's not touching even it. Even then, though, if you're doing spirit versus letter, Valnichushkin has zero effect on the play. And yeah, this I is, was going to say, yeah, is, that's this, a great point. That's this great is point. where offside as a rule has always like hurt my heart. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't know what to do about that aspect of it where you're yeah. like, the guy's trying to get onside. Right. He's trying to get back. The, the goal gets scored a second later. Mm -hmm. He has no impact on any aspect of this. Right, right, right. Other than... Was he there in time for him right. to, be, to be allowed to cross the blue line? Well, and I mean, how much should we talk about that being on the other side of it for the Landeskog thing, where it's like the guy, the, the guy's replacement has already stepped Damn. on the ice. You know, are you upholding again letter versus spirit? Yeah. But that was a little different because for sure the NHL was like the NHL for purposes of too many men does not treat him as on the <laughs> right, ice right, anymore. Right, right, right. But for purposes of that conversation, right. treated him like he was still part of the play. Right. And you were like, which one is it? Right. And so that's the one. That will always be a call that, that goes down as weird because of that aspect of it. Exactly. But in this case, that call has precedent. That call, not just with the Jonathan Taves thing that we saw a few years so, ago. So that's where I was with, going with next. With Patrice Bergeron as well. Yep. There are multiple examples of this application of the rule and so I and when you start to see those, yep. Because I, even when they made the call and they explained it, I'm like, God, that feels bad. It but does. then they start to show the different ways that they've 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 made this exact call in the past. Yep. And I'm like, look, it might feel bad, but this is at least we always say, hey, at least can we get at least some it's consist consistent. Yeah. Can we get consistency? Right. And this was at least consistent within their own history of. The application of this exact rule. Dude, so so you mentioned the Jonathan Taves one against the Avs. I don't remember what year that was. But I, 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 it, it, it was a long time ago because Jonathan Taves was still relevant. As soon as I saw that as one of the examples, that whole play came flooding back to me. I, yeah. I, I remember that. And I even remember, <clears throat> I don't even, it may have even been talking to you, but I remember thinking, Okay, fine. They've set the precedent then. If you don't touch it before your guy touches up, then you're fine. Yep. And and now this tonight or last night, I think was like the seventh example of they had set that precedent yeah. and they've stuck to it. And so you give the league credit. All we ever asked for is consistency. Yeah. And, and you can at least say they have a track record of saying this type of play. And that's one where the video coach on the other side needs to know what he's, what he's challenging. Right. Yep. And... Because that's a, to be honest with you, that is a huge mistake on their part. Yeah. 
to then turn around and give them the power play at the start of the next period. Yep. That is a huge mistake. And, yeah. We, we talked about this the other night, too, but credit on both Kale McCarr and then the following power play. What didn't the Avs do against St. Louis in a lot of these games? They didn't finish their chances. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about this offside if McCarr doesn't bury that. Right. No one's upset about the extra power play if Kadri doesn't finish a goal on it. It's yeah. true. Yeah. No, it's great. That's a great point. Well, and, and so last thing on, on the offsides for me. Yeah, nobody remembers last night if McCarr rims that thing yeah, wide. And right. It goes yeah. out of the it's zone a nothing and, play. Yeah. Well, and, and everyone's going, too. well, I thought that was probably offside anyway, so yeah. it's probably a good thing he didn't score. <laughs> the, the linesman, the only thing that was really kind of making me think that it was going to stand when it went to review, the linesman had dropped to one knee right on the blue line and made a, made a, def, like, like a emphatic onside call in real time that dude well played sir well like <laughs> that guy that guy's walking around maximum bde today <laughs> like he feels he's, he's like, just maxed out he's yeah. like dude you know like that like huge call but, but credit to him right yeah. because he he and, and, got it right and like, i laughed i laughed because there, there were people um you know edmonton media last night on twitter saying I know Oilers fans are upset, but like, hey, look, you got Oilers got the benefit of the kicking interpretation yeah. in their elimination game. And I was just laughing because, and again, like it's Twitter and this is not exclusive to Oilers fans. They're like, well, I don't I don't get it. He clearly kicked the puck just like this one was clearly offside. It's like mm. everything that favors the Oilers is mm. clear, the plain as day. The same way that Kadri clearly I, meant to hurt right, right, right. to exactly one fan base. <laughs> So two things, you know, all those like compilations on YouTube where it's like big brain knowing the rules moments. Are you allowed to put a linesman in one of those yeah, compilations? Yeah, yeah. And two, dude, it, he nailed that call. So and and this <laughs> is another this is another one where I just wish they had availability. I just wish we could get availability with officials. Like dab that guy up, be like. Well, yeah. Homie <laughs> crushed that. Who's your eye doctor? Because yeah. I need to go see that no, shit. They got your kidding, prescription man. dialed in. <laughs> dialed in. Two, I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Megan. Do you think Makar did that on purpose? Uh, No. Okay. Uh, based, on, based on his Thank answer you. after the game, no. Now... He never would have admitted that, if, though. If there's, he never would have been like, yeah. If there's the any rule. player on the ice who you could convince me did have the wherewithal to make that play, it would be Kale McCarr, so I could see why people would say that. I think people said that because they wanted it to be. Right, 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 right. But like I said, if if there's any guy on both teams who you could be like, if there's anyone that has the hockey IQ to do it, like, it's him. But I just, I, 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 I think he held up for nuke to try to get on side, but I think he was like, ah, close enough, I'll just go for it. Yeah, well, and that's, you're talking about a quarter of a second right like if that of of (laughs) him making that decision yeah um and every every second that he holds up is a second the defense has to close in on right and so he's got to balance that and i just i just think it worked out i i I, I do too and they got they got lucky uh that it ended up going the way that it did but also kale mccarr made a great play and yeah great read Oilers fans are upset that the league did not take a goal off the board. Yeah, seriously. And, and again, like there's, I think there are calls that are open to interpretation. That was one last night by the way that the rule is written, I think was the correct call. 
Um, and and yeah, you make a great point. It led to so much controversy that everyone forgot. There's a great read to pick off that pass. Yeah. And then, holy shit, what a shot. Yeah, the shot is great. The The read isn't even hard. He'd been doing it all for a period. <laughs> he kept baiting them into it, and he, they, they, did a, yep. they just kept falling for it. Yeah. And then after that goal, somebody had a conversation because the Oilers stopped doing that. Oh, after on his that. side. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. it was literally the third time in the first period that Kale had backed off of that guy. And then jumped just the pass. And then just him waited, into it. Yeah, yeah, waited for that pass and then jumped into it and saw it coming, baited it, and then jumped into it, took the puck away. Yeah. And then that makes them pay for it with the ultimate momentum swing of, <laughs> well, it was fun being tied for yeah. nine seconds. <laughs> um, I want to talk about Josh Manson a bit, too, because yeah. that was a... Uh, not that, a good night. That was him. a tough one for him. Not a good night. That's the That's like the disaster. Like, oh my god, dude. That's the your team wins 9 to 4 Brett Lebda game and he <laughs> and he goes negative 4. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like Josh Manson had a Brett Lebda game. Yeah, and and I felt I felt for him as a like just as a player as the individual cuz you could see it that he was like he was battling through it and he knew he was battling through it and, and you could just see the frustrate like again he, he wasn't making good plays i don't feel bad for him in that front but like anybody that's played sports not even not even played sports and you've sat there in front of your computer and like i just don't have the words tonight you yeah. know what i mean like Everyone goes through that in whatever. Anybody that's ever had a job, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> ever at that start has of shown sports. up has shown up to work one day and been like, I don't got it today. <laughs> fuck, fuck, even showing up to work, like, dude, just working around your house. Like, I had a moment last week where like we had three different things. We're like, all right, well, we're gonna work on this. Side. We're gonna get this set up, and like, you didn't have the right screws. You've been washing that pan for 15 minutes and it's still dirty. <laughs> right, man. and it's just like and so it's like, okay, I'll put this pan away and you grab the next one, the same thing happens. It's just like, okay, I'm done doing dishes for like, tonight. It was like uh, when I was in Winnipeg, the first day that Z and I were, we like got out of snow apocalypse. Yeah. And we were like, okay, we need to go run all these errands and do all these things. We got like half of the errands done. It had been like pulling teeth to get everything yeah. finished. Yep. And then when we got back, we were taking all the stuff out of the car. The bag breaks. Uh, yeah, yeah. The drinks go all over the street. This is exactly it. I biff it in the snow and face plant in the snow bank on the street, like yeah. separate from everything else. And like we couldn't get from the car to the door cleanly. Right. Because right. it was just one of those days. Yeah, it was just one of those days. And that to me was what Josh Manson was going through last night on the ice, where it was just he like he made mistakes. And then he has the one go right off his stick yeah, and centers the puck bounce. perfectly. <laughs> and it's like, that is one of the things where for the first time all night, you were in the right spot. Yeah, you right. made the right play and yeah. it goes it's off your stick in the wrong the way. The and it yeah. lands on, on someone's stick, Derek Ryan's stick in front of the net. Yeah. He just couldn't do anything right. Zach Cassian's greatest centering pass <laughs> of his career. Right, right. And as, it, as it careens off of things. Yeah, and, and that one, it was tough because... Manson, I think, is going to need to play a big role in this series in terms of 
shutting down some of that offense. I thought he was fantastic against St. Against Louis. It's hard to argue that he wasn't. Yeah, and... and He was such a big part of that series. He, he was so solid, especially after losing Gerard. He really propped up the middle of that defense. Um, and I, and I just... I, I just wanted to acknowledge that because people were rightfully upset with the way he played last night. But well, and it's like you can't pull that guy out of the lineup. Right? No, you don't. You do not. Live don't a, even. Don't even. You don't live in a planet where that's a realistic right, option. Right. Right. It's been well, too good for you. As, right. As if you want to pull said, Jack Johnson out. Right. That's a different. And, that, and that's with Jack Johnson in the lineup. You need Manson to hold up the middle of that. Right. Yeah. Because Jack Johnson, the expectations are the floor. You get whatever you get out of the guy, mm -hmm. and you just live with it. He overachieved for a bunch of the season, and you yeah. hope to well, get that, but you're not expecting the it. The one effect that Jack Johnson did have part of worse. Yep. If you look at his isolated you're numbers. talking about last night or this season? No, this season. Jack Johnson. And when you look at, okay, well, how did Josh Manson series? How did he do with various partners? How did he do with Jack Johnson last night? And it's not Jack Johnson's fault that Josh Manson had a bad night. Right, 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 right. But when you're talking about, okay, you're trying to find a partner, you're trying to find a fit next to Josh Manson that elevates him, that allows what gives you of a, a Ryan Murray sitting there. I think it just becomes more obvious where you're like, look, Jack Johnson played like 70 games for you this year. Yeah. And having him be first in line out of respect or comfort with mm -hmm. him in the lineup, fine. I him in the right for parts of the regular season. And it's it in the postseason, his first game is fine. Yeah. And then the games after that, you're looking at and you're like, okay, well. You're surviving. Game six, he makes uh, against St. Louis, he makes a huge mistake that gives up a free goal the other way. Yeah. Last was night, like last night, Manson makes the really killer mistake, but bad pitch absolutely torched there to help him. And, and and it's just it's bad on bad. And you're one is it better, especially against an Oilers team that just is not physically punishing. Yeah. Right? On the whole, is it better better fit to have Murray in that spot? I think the answer remains yes. And I understand the 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 reticence to put Murray in. He hasn't played in a while. Even when he did play last, while it was the best we saw of him, it was like six games or something. Average, like, yeah. Well, and, and so he, he's just so fragile. Ryan Murray took warmups yesterday. Yeah. Um, before the game, I would be, I would be surprised if we didn't see Ryan Murray tomorrow. And, and again, like I, I don't want to pile on Jack Johnson here because I think you're right. Like I think he earned the right to be first off the bench. Um, yeah, to get the you, first when look. You play seventy. Like, I think it was like seventy games for them yeah. this year, like uh, right in that range. Look, man, if you're talking about any non-superstar player besides Jack Johnson in the lineup, if they go two games with critical mistakes in the playoffs, that dude's sitting. That they've sat, they've already sat Andre Burakovsky mm -hmm. in these playoffs and Alex Newhook. Yeah. yeah, in favor of Nicholas Abe Kubel. And I honestly, I thought Abe Kubel has been very good in this postseason. And he's sitting in the press box. Just kind of adding to your point of like... Yeah, right. I mean, if you're not living up to the standard, you sit. Like, if your that's name's the not... Point, that's the point of being happy with the depth that you have going into the postseason. And, right. you know, it's tested in a way you didn't want because if Sam Gerrard is in that lineup still... You, you're just better. You're yeah. absolutely <laughs> in love with that group of sex. Mm -hmm. The way that Eric Johnson has been... Dude, he's been fantastic. So goddamn good he's in the postseason. phenomenal so Genuinely All good. of the frustrations of the regular season, they're all gone. Well, dude, so I wanna... He has been so good next to Bowen Byron where you're like, 
I want to pause for one second. What is this? Everyone thinks that I have a problem with Jack Johnson, the person. (laughs) Just not true. I've had a problem with Jack Johnson, the play. You mean Eric Johnson? Eric Johnson, like the play on the ice. He's mentally rotating Johnson. Yeah, I was going to say, I just, I can't (laughs) mentally rotate these Johnsons in real time. I got you. Like, I, you know, EJ, has he's the longest tenured Av. He loves being in Colorado. He did the same thing that Landy did a couple years ago. I don't yeah. want to be dealt. I want to be part of the solution. I do not have any problem with Eric Johnson, the individual. It's been the fact that I, I never felt like he lived up to what he needed to be. <clears throat> he has been outstanding in this postseason. Yeah, yeah. He's funny. been outstanding. And I asked him. I asked him about it, I think, in St. Louis. I said, what? What is clicking for you? What has changed? Like, you know, you look like a different player. And he said, look, I'm getting near the end of my career. I'm aware of where I'm at. He's sandbagging it. <laughs> well, he was, he was like, you don't get many kicks at this, and I don't know if I'll ever get another like this. Keep in mind, he was hurt their last two playoff yes. rounds. Right. And so, and so he was like, I, I'm just not – I can't waste this. Empty the tank. I, I seriously, I, I, the way he's playing right now raises serious questions for me about his future and how much he's going to keep playing, how much he wants to keep playing. I think this is like every bit of hockey I have left in me. I am fucking leaving out there Dude, on this playoff. The way, the, the way that he's playing right now, if he was a pending free agent. You, <sighs> you know Dallas would be lining up to get a four-year deal. <laughs> Uh, like, oh, you're 34, and you're coming off of a great postseason, and you have bad knees? <laughs> Come on down. And considerable injury problems? Please, sir, can we please give you a three- to four-year deal? Radulov <laughs> just signed in the KHL, so they've got that. Need to win. Radulov. Really? Yeah. Wait, repeat that? Radulov signed in the KHL. Wow. He's gone already, man. He didn't waste any time. Someone, uh, someone put I... out a tweet a few weeks ago of that you were positive was going to and it just didn't. Mine is Radulov. Everybody thought it, he was coming to Colorado. I think it would have worked just yeah. fine. Well, I, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. They might not well, have been able to handle each other. They, and might, that have, was, they might have ground each other. And <laughs> they're going to looks like looking pretty good for them right now. Uh, we are brought to you by Breckenridge Brewery, the official Hi, beer Kevin. of DNVR. You can get it. It's a whole different vibe when the Avs drop eight goals on a hockey team. So oh. don't miss out on the action. That's all I'm saying. Breckbrew.com. They also have dope merch. Everyone loves their hats. I still get people asking me where we can where you can find their hats. It's Breckbrew.com. Go over there. Go get some dope merch. Also check out our merch, by the way. We restocked all of the Ab shirts, except for the NAS shirt, because you guys had your chance with that we one. Told you and yeah. told you and told you and told you that that was limited edition. Everything else, though, in stock right now. Go get it while you can. Uh, we're also brought to you by Baca TV. Worth uh, worth getting into the the LOC shirt. Yeah, how good has he been again in Dude. the postseason? We were. T- I'll, I'll let you finish your read. No, I'll go ahead. I'll finish it after uh, this conversation. I, I was just talking this morning about how fun he has been to watch. Mm. Just because he like he's <clears throat> like if you're a hockey nerd, he he's like he's hockey porn right now. The yeah. dude just he's he skates his ass off really on that fourth every line. play like, well the 
How Andrew Cogliano has been great. How many times from like February onward were we like, look, they're going to put Logan O'Connor back to the fourth line and he's going to start doing the same things he was doing. Yeah. yeah. And that's exactly what's happened. Yeah. In playoffs. All that time like, you wasted on the third line and stuff where you're just like, dude, he just doesn't belong there. Right. Yep. Well, and, and he's, he's a, he's a, he's a, Clear-cut NHLer, bona fide, for sure, full-time no NHLer. Doubt about it. But no he, doubt about this. He he's he's just another weird tweener, where it's like he can moonlight against second and third lines in spot duty. Yeah, for a game or two. Right, yeah. because he's skilled enough and he's a good enough skater. But like when he's just another great example of someone who is just cast perfectly on this team. Yeah. Where where he's great style fit, great right. development, like great great identifying of yes. who you are as an organization. Yep, and and, and he, going out and getting a guy that fits that, and then the effort level that he brings just ties it all together. You know, the one thing that you can't force anybody to do, his effort is just there on every shift. Yep, yeah, and then he he just puts himself in position to let the skill that he does have come through. And that's where you see some of his shortcomings sometimes, you know, sure. breakaways and stuff. But Stop he, going to that backhand. Yeah, <laughs> but he <laughs> earns those breakaways with the effort and with just his, his like, relentlessness on the puck. Yeah. Um, and there were two shifts in particular last night where that, that fourth line, like, like, you could even see it on the Oilers' players' faces that, when they finally did get the puck out of the zone into the bench, they were just, you know, they'd get yes, to the bench and they yeah. were like, holy shit. Like <laughs> we just got torched. I, I made every read that I'm coached to make in terms of breakout passes. And there were three guys in each lane and two guys hanging off of me. And they had four guys back somehow. Like, I, yeah, like they, it was, it was a bugs bunny cartoon on multiple fourth line shifts last night. And, and Logan O'Connor is, at at the heart of all that, he's been so fun to watch in these postseason. Wow. Yeah, just for for reference, Logan O'Connor last night finished with an expected goals for of eighty nine percent. Pretty good, not bad, <laughs> not bad. Pretty good for a fourth line. And I would also like to point out, um, just I know that I know you've got the Avaka read. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, Get you two on a show and it's over. <laughs> but but I would also I would also like to point out that when we talk about coaching adjustments and the coaching battle of things, uh, Craig Berube screwed that up because when he went to when he went to twelve six, Colorado's fourth line oh, started. Dude, yeah, it struggled a bit, devouring St. Louis's fourth line, yeah, it, yeah. Like, it, like devouring them, and it's continued so far in this series where. Their advantage in the 11-7 is that they could get one of their other forwards, one of their better You're forwards. You're kind of mixing and matching. Exactly. It yeah. They could mix and match the two extra forwards into line combinations that were advantageous for them. And they, those took advantage yeah. of Colorado's fourth line. And then he goes to 12-6 and Colorado's fourth line is like, oh, we have a fourth line versus fourth line matchup. Yeah. And they ate greedy. And that continued last night where you see them as strictly as a fourth line. They're not going to moonlight as a third or anything right. like that. But as a fourth line, as an energy component, as a play with the puck in the right right zone, pretty good group there. Yeah. yeah. Pretty good group All right. there. Well, I don't know if you can watch Bugs Bunny on Avaca TV, but you can certainly <laughs> watch the Avalanche, the Rockies, the Nuggets, the Broncos, the Mammoth. 
pretty much all Colorado major sports you can watch with Avaca TV. They have all the local sports channels. They also have national channels, so you can watch the big games and things like that, too. All of football, whatever you're looking for there. Go to avaca.tv slash DNVR. Let them know we sent you over there. Use the DNVR code. The first three months is just 15 bucks a month. Super cheap for a television service and it's only 25 bucks a month after the deal so it's really not that expensive com- compared to like your other options to get altitude locally just not that expensive so go check out avaca.tv today again it's avaca.tv slash dnvr to let them know we sent you over there uh, uh semi-related i saw nesn n-e-s-n yeah, let's talk about this for a second just decided to set up their own streaming service 30 bucks a month. <clears throat> it had been an option that we'd talked about for a long time with Altitude. And it turns out that just saying it's not viable doesn't wasn't so, a great yeah. selling point. Yeah. So here's here's can we take a couple minutes on this cuz yeah. I think this is interesting. I really genuinely feel bad for anybody that tuned in for an Eastern Conference final. We'll get preview. there. I promise yeah, we'll yeah, get there. there. But Yes. Yeah, we've got time. Do what you got to do. <laughs> well, and, and this is it's Nesson. That's East Coast. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> so it, this is interesting because it's $30 a month. Yeah, really not that much. Not that much, but here's where you do have to start asking the question, right? It's $30 a month, and it includes Red Sox and Bruins. That's it. $30 a month no. for Red Sox and Bruins. No Celtics. No Celtics. Uh, no need for the Patriots. Yeah, no it's Patriots. Yeah, th- those are all right. national yeah. anyway. Yeah. So, Which, wow. NFL, way to go. <laughs> so the question become and by the way, this is a service that is only available if you are within the broadcast region of Nesson. Yeah. Because blackout the, still the league still yeah. own the blackout uh, right. So I asked the question on Twitter today: Are you willing? Would you be willing to pay thirty dollars? Which I'll be honest is cheaper than I thought a streaming service like that would be. I thought it was going to be more like sixty-five. Me too. I, I would pay thirty in a heartbeat, man. Thirty, thirty for for abs and mon- nuggets. Eight months whatever. worth of co- eight yeah. months of content per year at most. At most, two games a day. In a heartbeat, would pay thirty for it. So, so I just find it interesting because I get why I totally understand why people don't like cable and the model and the, how much you have to pay. Mm-hmm. I get it. Cable, say whatever you want. They at least can justify their prices by look how much content we give you access to. Whether you choose to watch all of it or whether you like all of it, that is up to you. We give you access to all of this content. Regular streaming services, Netflix, even, you know, Netflix considered to be one of the most expensive streaming services. Look at all the content they give you for that price. Whether you watch it all or not, you have access to a lot of content. It's true. This is it's an endless amount, man. This is double, double the base price for HBO Max and Netflix, which are the two most expensive streaming services available. Mm-hmm. And you get access to two teams and yeah. they play what baseball's five months a year hockey's eight if you go into the playoffs thirty dollars is just it that's steep for what you actually get access to i just don't think it's that steep i I think a lot of people are like me and they're paying 
60, 70, 80, maybe more dollars a month for a cable package or whatever. And all I use it for is to watch hockey. Right. Well, but but is is it actually and you, for the for you the answer may be yes, but like is that actually all you use it for? Yeah. <laughs> and like to be fair, I also use it for like national games and other teams games and things like that. But and so and so this is the thing. So now it's $30 to watch Avs and Nuggets and you don't get shit for national here's, broadcasts. Here's the thing. I know how to get those broadcasts anyway. Sure. You could also legally between ESPN Plus. Yes, right. right. You're going to get a good chunk of those yeah, games. I don't want to say all of them, obviously, right. but you're going to be able to get to most of those games anyway. So it's just interesting because, to be honest, KSE is maybe more well-equipped in terms of assets to build a streaming platform than almost any other ownership group. Maybe Fenway Sports. You know, now they have I mean, several yeah, teams. Yes, network and stuff too, but... Yeah. But, like, if you're if you're Kroenke... You have Avs, Nuggets, um, you know Rapids, uh, Mammoth, Outlaws, but then you also have L.A. Rams. You have Arsenal. Well, the Rams they can't do anything about. I guess that's true. And Great I don't point. Think, I don't think Arsenal because of the NBC Premier League. Yeah, deal. there's more national stuff. I'm not going sure. On there. I'm not sure. Are, are the, they all national? Kind of like the know, NFL. I don't know what the details. They are. Of that okay. Is, but well, so I would, so, I would think that that's not going to fly. Yeah, it's the NBC Premier League deal is where it's all okay. But it's just interesting because this is the first RSN to do this, and I think they're going to kind of be the guinea pig. And and look, like it's not it's not getting any cheaper than thirty dollars. I think anything else that you see is going to be more expensive. And it's just interesting because it's thirty dollars, and then you have to get into okay, do you want to do YouTube TV? Do you want to do ESPN Plus? And it's yeah. just this. This is the battle. I get again. I get people don't like cable, but this is the battle regional sports networks are up against with cable. If you go to Comcast, they can get you, you know, in most eight markets, million channels. The, the yeah. games you need plus eight million channels plus all the national, and they give you a the, discount on your internet and all this. And this is why this is the first product of its kind. There is an uphill battle for these streaming services at this price point. The one thing I will say, though, I think you're right, especially with Kroenke, even without Arsenal or or the Rams or whatever, you can throw the Mammoth on there. You can throw the Rapids on there. We've talked about this before. I cannot believe they don't have some kind of deal in place with the Colorado Eagles. Right. You get a streaming service like that, you absolutely find a way to put them on there. Well, and, and even even if you can't do the Unfathomable games, Unfathomable that the Eagles are not. It's it's yeah. it's it's like AHL TV only, it, which AHL TV has become such a quality deal in itself. Yeah, that such a great deal. If you're serious about watching the Eagles, you can. Right, it's very, like, but like it's just, it's crazy that you have to be serious about watching the Eagles. Like wh- like there is no reason why Avs fans in the metro area shouldn't have been watching the Eagles playoff yeah. run just because Look, of the way the ownership set I'm, up. Love the guys at Altitude. Not knocking them. I don't oh, no. need to said, watch yeah. another episode of golf at Altitude. You can put the <laughs> Eagles on. <laughs> well, and, and well, so that's where I was going. Like, if KSE did Fair a streaming enough. platform, you have you now have a platform to do all that stuff. You can do your own like hard knocks yeah, for the totally. Rams every year that doesn't dip into the NFL stuff. You can do you know all that extra content with those teams and get college teams on right, like, and so I think. This is the direction we're going, but it's just going to be really interesting to see how this first one goes. Because I, I agree, I, it's cheaper than I thought it was going to be, 
but I still think when it comes right down to a consumer hitting subscribe, I think there's a lot of people who are going to give pause to yeah, they're gonna thirty dollars like a month, right? Because all of their stream, like part of the streaming, oh, it's eight dollars a month right. for Disney Plus. Well, eight dollars? Are you kidding me? I don't even notice that. Right, right. You know, and then of course you death. It's death by a thousand paper cuts for all of us. Thirteen <laughs> of these things, right? And a $30 one is going to be like a deeper cut every month. Right. But the reason that the market, that, that people are allowed to death by paper cuts in, in that market is because those marketing teams understand everyone will sign up for $7.99 and not even think about the fact they have 10 $7.99 subscriptions. Yeah. All they see is $7.99 on our site. Well, and then if you make it remotely difficult to cancel, you're just like, fuck it. I might use it next month. <laughs> right, right, right. And Me with a GeoGuessr subscription right there, dude. It's like <laughs> if you make it, if you make it so that I have to call somebody or I have to send a support ticket, and <laughs> cancel, I have to wait for an email back. I am a customer for life <laughs> because I am not doing those things. Yeah, so, I can yeah, but I can, I can watch how ramen's made on one of my ten streaming services. So it's just going to be really interesting. Yeah, um, I, I'm glad to see a domino fall because. Either way, it's we're going to get an inevitable. answer to this. We're going to get an yeah. answer to this question, how viable it is. It's been inevitable uh, knowing that the 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 push and pull between cord cutters and yeah. traditional cable, uh, it's going to come to a head. Yep, for sure. We're, this is either going to work and cord cutters are just going to be empowered or it's not and cable well, and, reflexes on the market. And they're going to say, welcome back. We told and, you. Well, the yeah. thing is, and it's going to suck forever. You're, <laughs> you're in a, right now, it sucks for everyone, right? This year was incredibly awkward. We know firsthand. Well, it sucks some, for that everyone some in games Denver. Random, sure, but some games are randomly only on ESPN+. Plus. Yeah, while that's it's, true. While there are still games going on on nationally and things like that. Yeah. But there's a game that's not on ESPN the channel, but it's on ESPN Plus, And you're stuck in the middle right now where neither thing is really all the way in on where it. The only well, thing you feel comfortable about is sailing the high seas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Knowing well, you're getting the game. Well, no, now the issue of taking you have Apple TV trying to buy all these like, national games too. But then you're going to have to go to Apple TV for like multiple Well, and then, and then right. here's my other issue. None of the TMT, TNT stuff is streaming anywhere. anywhere. Yep. Yeah, like you said, except if you're wanting to back channel <laughs> it, which that's always that. For all the people that I'm yeah. sure there's even been people in the chat, like we know, everyone <laughs> knows that you can. It's always an option. It's always going to be an option. Right. Anyone who wants to use that option is going to. But there's millions of sports fans that don't or won't use right. that option. Like, and I've always been a person. If I have the means, I try and support right. the things that I can. Right. About. Yeah, like, dude. Could I absolutely continue to live the the high seas life? Absolutely. When I was poor, it was a necessity. <laughs> it was survival. Right. Well, no, but now, so like, now that you, I have the means, I would love an excuse to support something like this. Right. Right. I and as an example, I'm a massive Bo Burnham fan. Massive Bo Burnham fan. Yeah. He did that Twitter meltdown yeah, you, the other you were day. Having a having dude, a time with his. I'm outtakes. still. I'm still like. <laughs> My heartbeat is still a little elevated. Um, no, nope, so, just haven't missed the preview. Promise. So, uh, so last year he put out you know the big special and he released a bunch of stuff on an album, and I had a bunch of people because I, I you know I like tweeted out like I just bought the album. They're like you could have gotten that for free. I'm like, yeah, I know, but the guy put it out free for me to consume. Like the least I can do is support. Like, thank you. I understand <laughs> right, that. Right. I, 
it's no different than people giving us super chats, right? Right, right, right. It's like, yeah, you can consume this for free, but it's like an appreciation thing. So you're right. Like show love. Right. And and being on this side of it, you know, the first of every month I get my Patreon receipt. Yeah. And you know how many of those, you know, how many of those creators I follow on a daily basis? Zero. Zero. (laughs) Yeah. Shout out the dudes who's still giving me money on Patreon. Uh, but I still, but I still support those people on Patreon every month because I want, I want to support them. It's hard work. It's all love, man. Yeah. Yeah. So no, it's, it's, it's going to be fascinating. Let's talk about this Eastern conference. Yeah. Final. So first of all, we are brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Go over there. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new they account. Send me a new mission alert. Get a, <laughs> right now. Yeah. I don't know what it was. I didn't look at it, but I got one. You can get missions. You you make certain bets. You get rewards with DraftKings. So go over there right now with a new account. If you bet $5 on the NBA finals, wow. you don't even have to be correct. You just have to bet five bucks and get $150 in free bets to do missions with or otherwise. Uh, apparently bet on Ukraine over Scotland. Is that dude? That that missed header. What a choke. Yeah, that was rough. Uh, yeah, go to DraftKings. Bet knows. on whatever you want. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Dave Jackson from the top ropes here. An- initial tweet. Don't confuse possession with control. Possession is the last player to have the puck. That's that's how it's legal to check a player immediately after he releases the puck without being called for interference. Um, and, you know, there's a couple of people, you know, disagreeing. Yeah. He says, I can possess a watch that's not on my wrist. I'm in control of it, but I'm not in control of it because I left it at home. It's in your possession, yeah. but I'm not currently controlling it. Great analogy. I wonder how that works for demon movies. <laughs> possession versus control. Are you possessing you, her or well, are you so, controlling so, her? Exactly. Oh my god, this is it right here. That is it right here. In in think back to like uh we got there, boys. paranormal activity. She's possessed the entire time, but the demon's only in control there at the end when he makes her kill her husband. Well, spoiler alert, but yeah. There's like it, bro, the movie came out in like 2009. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding, guys. It's fine. Uh, I mean, you can't see it now, but yeah. Also, there are four endings to that movie. That is true. Yeah. That is true. We're about to be in possession on all of our pregames of Sexy Pizza. We're getting, I'm so excited yeah. for this. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have to get. Wait, I don't have to get here and order grilled cheese anymore. <laughs> wait, well, hold on. Pizza. Are you going to be in possession of it, or are you going to be in control? We're going it? to be in possession of it. What right, I'm not so going to be in control of is myself when, right. we, are, <laughs> when we are that in possession. That pizza is controlling you. Of that pizza. <laughs> Either way, sexy pizza's back with us. They're delivering us pizzas for pregame. You can get 15 percent off with sexy pizza when you use code DNVRAVS when you order. So jump on it. Go get yourself some sexy pizza. AJ and I are actually going to get to try it proper instead of the two-day-old version. So that was excited. still delicious, by the so way. Good, man. But we're going to get some some warm ones delivered for pregame. So looking forward to that. 